Hey everybody, thanks for tuning in and listening to this week's episode of the Walk It Off Show with Candy and Ryan. I'm Ryan and I'm here with the awesome and wonderful Candy. Hello. And we're going to talk to you guys today about apologies and apologizing and admitting when you've screwed up. Yes. So, how do you apologize? When do you apologize? And all that good happy stuff. Oh, are you asking me? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> never. Never. Because I'm never wrong. Yes. Admitting so you're never wrong have is to apology. <laughs> never have to apologize. Uh, so I think that people think that apologizing, I mean, it, it is a humble, you have to be humble in order to be like, you know, dude, I'm sorry I messed up. But I think the number one thing that you have to remember when apologizing is that you don't get to pick, you don't get to be the one who decides how that person feels. Number one, you you don't, you don't get, you don't know how you are perceived. Like you can listen to all of our episodes on emotional intelligence and still not have a full grasp on how you are perceived by other people. It could be your tone. Maybe the way you said it was fine, or what you said was fine, but how you said it wasn't fine. Delivery is a big thing. Or maybe that person is just having a shitty day. Maybe what you said spurred something in them or triggered them, if you will, to some other thing that had happened to them in the past. You don't get to decide that. You aren't the one who is... You're not on the receiving end. Yeah, you're not on the receiving end. And you... Just trying to think how to say this best. You aren't in charge of their feelings. Mm -hmm. You're in charge of your own feelings and your own responses, but you aren't in charge of their feelings and their responses. Mm -hmm. So for you to assume that you know how they feel or get to use your past or whatever as excuses for making other people feel shitty is it's not good for relationships mm-hmm. and really um this <laughs> this quote i don't know who says it just says christian quotes about apologizing said apologizing apologies aren't meant to change the past they're meant to change the future mm-hmm. so if you value that relationship then you need to take that time to apologize mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be any long, drawn-out thing. It can be simple as, hey, honey, I'm sorry. I screwed up. I broke your coffee cup this morning when I was washing dishes. I bumped it with my elbow. What? Or, hey, Ryan, I'm sorry. Those are apologies you don't come back from. I know, but you need to admit when you've screwed up. (laughs) Or, Ryan, (laughs) I'm sorry I broke your uh, Caribbean sea chicken pint glass. I dro- broke your Roanoke Recluse pint glass, <laughs> uh, North American Land Crab pint glass. I didn't break so, all of those. No. You you sound like I'm like, oh, box. <laughs> so one, I'll say, was candy. One was our daughter. And one, I think, just was an accident, like something, one, something else tipped over in the cupboard for it. But I only have one of these um, special pint glasses Candy got me from one of my favorite podcasts that I listen to. Uh, it's called Time Suck with Dan Cummins. But he made a special release of these four pint glasses of these made-up animals that he made up in previous shows. And I could have said, 
well, it's not my fault that you have these, you know, why did you keep this glass where it was? Or why did you, you know, do you even know what I've been through in the past? Or mm-hmm. in my family, we always crack, throw glasses on the ground. You know, you can, you can justify any behavior if you try hard enough. You really mm-hmm. can. I mean, when you talk about murderers or, you know, really bad people, all of them have an excuse for why mm-hmm. they do what they do. They yeah. always do. Yep. But like we said last time, excuses are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Most of the time, they stink. <laughs> exactly. But just admitting simply, I'm sorry I screwed up. Yeah. Number and, two, it does de-escalates the mm-hmm. situation. Yep. Or at work, if you screw up and apologize, I'll speak of recent experience. We had to order a brand new air compressor at work. It costs thousands of dollars, and we had like a four or five month lead time on it. And it came shipped in this nice big pallet and had a big old box built around it. And then we took the box off and so it was just bolted to the pallet. And then I went to go put it in with a coworker and there's a little bit of a side hill and I'm driving our forklift and this air compressor is a, it sits up tall. So it's a vertical unit and it's very top heavy. Well, that little bit of a side hill I didn't think about because I have never in my life of 38 years... Granted, I haven't been picking up pallets for 38 years, but I've been running a forklift since I was 20. So, for quite a while, I've been driving forklifts. I've never in my life picked up a pallet that doesn't have bottom planks to keep things from coming undone. Except for this one. And I get on that little bit of a side hill, and said air compressor now tumbles off, breaks off the motor mounts, smashes the electric motor cover, and it's... It looks bad. So we get it tipped up. We take it back to the shop. And I just tell my boss, I screwed up. And we tell him what happened. And he's like, okay, cool. Is it still functional? I said, I don't know. I'll get it set up enough. Our electrician can come and give it a test run. Make sure everything's fine. We fired it up. It spun. It compressed air. It held pressure. It was all a lot of cosmetic damage. But I admitted I screwed up. And I... I was fully expecting that day to be fired because here I just a-hold thousands of dollars worth of equipment that we rely on. Like our, our plant will not run without air compressors. Well, and flip side of that, if you would have been like, well, I've never even seen a pallet with no supporting burr, 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 and it's not my fault and I mm-hmm. didn't do, you know, if you, who cares? Yep. Like you can make excuses all day long, but people don't want to hear your excuses. They want to hear... That you have remorse for mm-hmm. what happened. Whether it's your fault or not, it doesn't matter. It goes back to that taking ownership, mm-hmm. even when it's not your fault. Yep. And the way you know I've been taught and the way I've done stuff, I am the equipment operator. No matter what, I should have inspected the load. I should have you know done all this stuff. Mm-hmm. So in my eyes, it all falls on me. I should have realized, hey, this pallet doesn't have a bottom. It's something I've never experienced, so from now on, every time I pick up something, I'm going to make sure that that pallet has a bottom on it. And something as simple as a a bungee cord probably would have stopped this thing from going. But I didn't do that because I wasn't thinking about not having a bottom on this thing, so shit happens. You Mm -hmm. move on. Yeah. You apologize, and you go. Yeah. And I think people think that apology is a sign of weakness to me that is the biggest sign of strength Mm -hmm. that you're able to say 
I'm sorry. Even if it's like, like I said, even if you can justify all day long, which you probably can, that, you know, you had a reason for what you did, or here's what I was thinking when I did that thing. No one cares. Mm -hmm. If you want to have that relationship, then you're just going to, and it doesn't mean you'd be like, oh, sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so sorry. And people that say that all the time when it's not their fault. Mm -hmm. I've, I mean, I, I had a, a coworker that I worked with to, cause she would apologize for everything. Like you didn't have anything to do with mm -hmm. that. And that can be almost the flip side. Like too much yep. is too much. Mm -hmm. Um, Cause you're you're just making them feel better. You're just trying mm -hmm. to make them feel better by just apologizing all the time. Be like, well, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, but you know, and that sucks. You can you can make them feel better without over apologizing. Mm -hmm. Because I think when you over apologize, it loses its luster too. Yep. Yeah, it's kind of like the you know the little boy that cried wolf sort of a scenario. Yeah. Well, and it's not even like. You can still take ownership for something and um, be willing to help that person out of that situation without the apology necessarily. Mm -hmm. um, but the another thing about um, apologizing is helping that relationship move forward because you can't, if you can hold on to that, another part of it is receiving you need to be able to receive that apology because if you don't forgive that person, that guilt and that, well, that shame and hatred and bitterness and all of those things will eat you alive. Mm -hmm. So even when the person doesn't apologize, you still need to forgive them. Mm -hmm. And we're talking about apologizing today, um, but really it could be forgiveness too yeah. well we might have and to do for, a whole other episode on right forgiving yourself forgiving that's mm -hmm. a big one that's a hard one one that's of the a really hardest hard ones. one so and i think too you know because candy was talking about you know the apologizing being a sign of weakness i don't think it is it's a sign of humbleness and Strength. humility because you know it it takes a big person to realize i screwed up yeah you know i could we have I don't want to say hundreds of coffee mugs, but we have dozens of coffee mugs. And I could, you know, I accidentally break Candy's coffee mug and I just like sweep it under the rug kind of a thing, bury it in the garbage, and I'm quiet about it. Be like, oh, I don't know. I yeah. haven't seen it. Yeah, hey, have you seen, have you seen my coffee mug that we got on our anniversary? Oh, no, I haven't. Uh, did you leave it somewhere? Did you take it to work? And you can lie and be rotten about that. Mm -hmm. But what good does that do you? Yep. I just, yep, I'm I'm sorry. I was, you know, I broke it. When uh, our daughter broke the one cup I was talking about earlier, it was sitting on the dish strainer rack, and the way our dish strainer is, that, that edge where the cups, you know, sit on this little, like, post, if you will, mm -hmm. it overhangs the sink just a bit. She was being awesome, and she was putting stuff in the dish strainer, and she just, like, when she was bringing her arm back, she happened to, you know, nudge the top of it, oh, just so, mm -hmm. and it fell in there. And she was devastated. And, like, I was bummed, I won't lie. But, like, are you okay? That's what's important. Mm -hmm. You know, glasses break, things fly around, cuts, you know, getting poked by broken glass. I've had that happen being a, a dishwasher in restaurants. It sucks. Mm -hmm. I'm worried about if you're okay. Bummed about the cup. Dang it. You know, have, there's, there's more cups. 
but and what was the one quote you had earlier um i think it was by ben franklin don't don't ruin an, an apology with an excuse mm-hmm. and that's and like you can tell someone maybe your frame of mind when you said that but making excuses of well that's just how i am well mm-hmm. you don't have to Sorry, I'm trying to think of how to how to word this without coming off like an a-hole. <laughs> but you <laughs> don't have to be an a-hole just because. Sometimes you don't get along with people and you're going to snap, you're going to make mistakes. I've done it with coworkers, I've done it with family members. It happens. But to just be like, well, that's how I am. You just have to you just have to deal with how I am. Well, mm-hmm. if you're an a-hole all the time, then you're an a-hole. But trying to be humble and not just... Making excuses and then justifying what you do and then continuing to do the same Mm -hmm. thing over and over again is not an apology. You need to admit that there was something too. Maybe you offended somebody and they shouldn't... They just are easily offended and you're like... Because they're a whiner. Dude, I'm sorry. You know... Yeah. And this isn't... to suck. But then you should take pieces... Because I believe that there's a lesson in every little piece of Mm -hmm. every conflict that you have in your life. Like, whether it be something you need to learn directly or something maybe you need to teach someone else. Mm -hmm. But I think if you look at it as, I am always a student of life. Sounds cliche, I know. But always looking for the opportunity to see the lesson in everything Mm -hmm. that you're doing. I think that makes such a big difference in how you approach people and how people approach you. Mm -hmm. And this isn't a, like, hey, go, you know, walking on eggshells around everybody so you don't offend anyone. No, you still need to be you, but also don't make excuses just because you're an Mm a-hole. Don't, if you need to say something to someone and you're like, you know, maybe it does offend them, hey, I'm sorry that I offended you, but you're being a giant a-hole, and I need to say this because if I don't tell you, hey, Candy, you know, you're you're poking me in the eye every five seconds, I don't like that. Well, and I think a lot of this comes to your intention. Like, mm-hmm. What is the intent behind what you're doing? Are yeah. you looking to piss people off, or are you looking, like, do you love them and you care about them? Mm-hmm. Or do you just look for conflict in every single, at every opportunity, mm-hmm. and so you're going to start dragging out every little bit of wrongdoing that anyone's ever done in your ever in your life, and hold that against them and pull it out and stick them in the eye with it? Like that's not what this is talking about. It's being authentic and not being having problems with having difficult conversations. Because there's difficult conversations and there's also a time and place for those. I think you should set a difficult conversation like, okay, mm-hmm. I need to talk to you. We need to have a conversation. Not just like pulling it out of nowhere when you're like, think you're having a nice dinner with somebody and then bam, right in your mm, face. And those suck. They suck. They don't, do suck. Don't do that. And and do them quickly. Don't sit on stuff because that just breeds that unforgiveness and that hate and bitterness that just grows and grows and grows. And then it's harder, so much harder to move forward from that because you sat on it and mm-hmm. stewed about it for who knows how long. And then you're like, well, remember that time in freaking band camp and you did and you just freak out? Mm-hmm. 
Remember that one time we were dating and you did this? Like, that was 16 years ago. I didn't know that was a problem. Why didn't you tell me? Yeah. I mean, I I still don't like that. (laughs) (laughs) If someone hurts you, it's important to also tell them. So that then you can get, you can receive that apology. Hopefully. Yeah. That's the thing. You can't expect that apology. Mm -hmm. But you hope for it, mm -hmm. but you can't expect it. But you can also be up front. Hey, Candy, I don't like it when you poke me in the eye. It hurts. I can't see for a day. Please don't (laughs) do it. To be clear, I don't poke him in the eye. On purpose. But that's just an example. I someone steps on your on your toes, literally, figuratively, whatever. Mm-hmm. If it truly bothers you, hey, please don't do that. Yeah. Also, don't be a whiny baby poopy bedwetter. <laughs> exactly. Sometimes you just need to suck it up and be tough. But. Yeah. Get over yourself. Um, this is from BibleReasons.com. Um, it says, "What does the Bible say about apologizing?" Since sometimes we might offend or sin against friends or family, if that happens, Christians are to confess our sins to God, apologize to that person. Everything we do must be sincere. A true friend would fix their relationship with others and pray for others instead of keeping pride and stubbornness in their hearts. Don't let guilt linger in your heart. Go apologize, say I'm sorry, and make things right. Simple. And if your intention is love and peace in that mm-hmm. relationship, you're going to have a lot better life, really. Yep. Because if you're just so angry all the time because this person said this, I just can't believe that. And you're always going on and on about this, all these terrible things everybody's done. And I mean, there's terrible things that people do. And that sucks because mm-hmm. the world sucks. We're, we live in a fallen world. There's a lot of sin. There's a lot of bad people that do bad things. Mm-hmm. But being able to let God heal you, because those people can't heal you. That's another thing. You have to take that pressure off of other people. They aren't there to make you feel better. They aren't there to fulfill you. The only person that could do that is God. You have to be able to let him love you and care for you and be part of your life. Because... People are always going to be a-holes. They are. Mm-hmm. I'm always going to be an a-hole. Ryan is certainly always going to be <laughs> an a-hole. So being able to say, look, I am a human, and I cannot rely on other people to be God for me, that's really what it comes down to, loving mm-hmm. others and letting go, because yeah. you can't hold on to that mm-hmm. stuff. It yeah. will eat you alive. Yeah. And I think a lot of this too, like, you know, Candy's talking about the the crucial conversations type of stuff. Sometimes you're going to say something that hurts somebody. Mm-hmm. But it's where where is your heart at, like Candy was saying. Your heart has to be in the right place. Sometimes you need to have a difficult conversation of, you know, hey, Uncle Bob, I don't like it when you smoke crack because then you go crazy and you come steal all my stuff. <laughs> well... Uncle Bob wants to smoke crack. He likes crack. But you need to tell him crack is whack. <laughs> Sorry. I'm going off on a weird tangent. You? Never. 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 As I talk with my hands, as usual. That's what I do. But having your heart in that right place, whether it's with an apology, with a conversation, 
whether you know what you say, where's your heart at? Mm-hmm. Is your heart in a good spot of you know? Are you doing it to be an a hole? Of yeah, <laughs> you know, Uncle Bob, I don't like this, or is it in a spot of well, me 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 me? I'm just being a picky whiny baby, whiny baby poopy bedwetter. All right, well, we've had some verses of the day, but here's our official verse of the day, and that's what really all this comes down to is seeking peace. This is one of the things that I kind of quote to our kids too. Therefore, it's Romans 14, 9. Therefore, let's 19. keep... 14, 19, sorry. I can read, I promise. <laughs> uh, therefore, let's keep pursuing those things that bring peace and lead to building one another up. So let's just stop being a-holes. Mm. Let's start trying to find ways to build peace. This world is broken. People are hurting. And hurting people hurt people. And if you can keep looking for ways to stop hurting people and start caring mm-hmm. about what people, how people feel, build you don't people. have to care about what they think necessarily. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks something different. And we all have different opinions about everything right now. And everybody's crazy. And I'm not saying to compromise your beliefs in any way but let's just love each other mm-hmm. and build people look up. for peace and build each other up look everybody has something good something mm-hmm. you know telling somebody that they that you like their shirt can make their whole day mm-hmm. and i read something oh my gosh i think if i can remember it um be careful what you say because what you say or because that can be repeated in someone's head for years to come. Mm-hmm. Whether it's good or bad, that can be repeated. Think about the things that your teacher said to you mm-hmm. or the kids at school that you have repeated in your mind so many years and have defined the person that you are today. Be the type of person that's going to define somebody in a positive way. Mm-hmm. You want to build that person up and be like, "Man, 20 years ago, Ryan told me that I had nice shoes. And ever since, I really care about my shoes. Mm-hmm. It's a dumb example, but... It's a lot of people spend a lot of time on their shoes. When I was younger, I was all about my shoes. <laughs> like, I would I would be cool if my parents did not get me a Christmas present and a birthday present. Like, they combined those. And, you know, my birthday's in February. I was cool I wanted these shoes. I knew they're expensive shoes. Don't buy me anything for Christmas. You know, buy me something for Christmas and birthday together so I could get these sweet shoes. <laughs> I was really big into basketball shoes. I had a conversation with, uh, it was one of the youth that did a VBS. It was um, our son's youth leader that the you know teenagers kind of lead all the kids around the VBS we did. And he's he's all about his basketball shoes. So he's got the reproduction of the exact same Michael Jordans that I had in like fifth and sixth grade. And he's like, oh, dude, these are my favorite ones. And I was like, dude, I had the originals. Like kind of dates me, makes me old. But like, I get you're it. You're not old. You're just a dad. Yeah. That's what Mason told me that. I was joking around with him because he was jumping on me uh, earlier this week. And I was like, buddy, don't hurt me. I'm old. He's like, you're not old. You're just a dad. <laughs> <laughs> but... You know, something like basketball shoes. Most of the time, like, they're really cool, expensive shoes. You, know, you think of Michael Jordan basketball shoes because Michael Jordan's the goat. <laughs> I've said it before, I'll say it again. I'll die on this hill. <laughs> but, you know, 
someone see you know has some sweet Jordan shoes, like dude, nice shoes. I like those. Hey, Gunner, I had that same pair of shoes when I was when I was younger, man. I loved those shoes. And now that's not only is that something that he's like, yeah, dude, like guy noticed my shoes. I love these shoes. He'd be like, yeah. So then now it's like, oh, dude, like Ryan and me like basketball shoes, and like so we can talk about now. Now you for me, trust you built a mm-hmm. relationship. And now for me, it's you know it's my work boots that I spend. And he probably know. walked a little lighter. Yep. That someone noticed mm-hmm. his shoes, or you notice someone's got you know some really cool hair, or you notice someone's cool tattoo. Like, hey, man, how did the tattoo feel around your elbow? And you can build a conversation. And someone's like, hey, you know, yeah, guy noticed my tattoo. Guy noticed my hair. Or you can sit across the room and be like, oh, my God, look at that person's tattoo. Mm -hmm. Or, oh, my God, look at that person's hair. And, you know, what does that do to you? And what does that do? I mean, it doesn't necessarily do anything to that person unless they catch you looking at them. Mm -hmm. But let's just build each other up. Just quit the bullshit. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you guys for listening to the Walk It Off show. If you enjoyed our podcast today, please share with your friends. Um, Also, if you want to subscribe, we really try hard to drop a new episode every Monday morning. Uh, We have life and things sometimes happen, but we really try. And you will get a notification if you have subscribed. Um, Also, any comments, ratings only. Like, comment, share. Yes, exactly. Don't be only, a hoe. Share the show. Yes. And only good, only good uh, reviews. Mm-hmm. Keep your negativity to yourself. <laughs> That's not what this show's about. Go find some other show to listen to. <laughs> <laughs> we are open to feedback, and you can reach us at thewalkitoffshow at gmail.com and on Instagram at thewalkitoffshow. Walk it off, shake it off, rub some dirt in it, whatever you got to do to overcome your challenges every day. Hope you guys have a, an amazing week. Love you guys.